Today on the Bill Kelly Show on 900 CHML. Wesley Urban Ministries is uh, shutting part of its operation down in downtown Hamilton. Uh, there's a, a headline in The Spectator today that uh, covers this. Uh, Terry Moore actually wrote a great piece about this, but uh, the headline might be a little misleading if that's all you've seen. Uh, it says, Wesley Urban Ministries, the hub for Hamilton's most vulnerable, closing its doors. Uh, that's not really the case. Uh, to try to get some clarification on this, uh, Andrea Butters is with us, who is the manager of resources for Wesley Urban Ministries. Good to see you again. Thank you so much. And the spec has changed the headline. Yeah. So it is our day center. I've got the early edition, yeah. That's right. If you're up really early this morning, um, you might have had a different headline. But it's that our day center at 195 Ferguson Avenue North is closing. Okay, so give us the background on this. What's going on? This, But the it's still there. I mean, the center's there, but you're going to have to change some operations, and I guess, I guess, kind of re- spread yourself out a little bit now. So the day center um, has been at one ninety five Ferguson Avenue North since nineteen ninety six. When we opened at that location, Wesley Community Homes and Wesley Urban Ministries were the same um, organization, and um, due to provincial laws, they had to change once we were open. So they are their own um, organization, Wesley Community Homes, and they have notified us that they will not be renewing our lease. So we have been renting space for them for our day center and um, that is a hub of services for people experiencing homelessness and poverty and our barriers. Um, and so what we want to let people know, um, and most importantly, we began telling our clients and those who accessed the day center yesterday that we will be closing um, that location as of August 23rd this summer. So wh- where do you go? What happens? In it? The, obviously, the need is still there. Absolutely. Well, the first concern is for the people who access that program. There's uh, meals, there's recreation, there's housing support, and much more. So the first thing is we'll be working um, We're working with the City of Hamilton to try to connect uh, those people to other services in Hamilton. And we um, have about over 500 people um, each year that access that program. So that's our first concern and our first priority. Um, we also didn't want to share this news until we had something else to announce. So we will be opening um, in August a meal program at Vanier Towers. And the Code Red series has done a great job highlighting mm-hmm. the need um, in those two apartment buildings in downtown Hamilton. And uh, there are some of those people come to the day center for their meals. So at Vanier Towers, um, over 80% of the people there have experienced homelessness. And uh, their average life expectancy is age 50. So it's a very high needs population. So we will be moving our meal program there, but it's not going to be the same program. So we're not uh, moving the name day center to that uh, location. But there, there is going to be some sort of a service and some kind of, a, a, I guess, a rejigging of, of everything that you have to do. I, this didn't necessarily catch you off guard. You could kind of see this coming on the horizon, but it's, it's going to be problematic. We were very shocked, to be honest, and um, to receive the notice that our lease um, was ending. And we're really sad to be sharing the news. Um, as I said, again, our first concern is for the people that we support. Um, but we are committed to continuing to su- um, support people experiencing homelessness in the community, particularly through our housing um, services team. Uh, we have a team in um, Hamilton as well as Brantford and in Halton that help people who are facing homelessness. It's a mobile team. That team will continue. And last year they um, housed a record um, over 112 um, 
um, people. So that team will continue. Then we're adding um, this new meal program at Vanier and uh, all of our other um, programs will be continuing in the community. Just connect the dots here for a second, uh, if I could, Andrea. As you know, we were just talking with Sarah Mayo and uh, Kim Martin from the uh, Social Planning Research Council before you joined us here. And we were talking about this report that says that actually poverty is starting to go down and, and, and some of these crises issues, and they were crisis issues, uh, are starting to be dealt with. And they haven't been eradicated, but uh, the, you know, the numbers are much better than they were eight, ten years ago. Uh, Wesley Urban Ministries is part of that success story. I mean, you were a catalyst for a lot of that because when you, when you start looking at where some of the, the most severe problems are, you guys were kind of at ground zero. Uh, right where you were there, and and you've been a huge help to that community. Well, the day center is what we call a low barrier program, so you can be accessing the program, you know, under the influence as long as you're not harming yourself or other people. So we really um, take people where they are and develop um, a, like a relationship with them and talk to them and find out, you know, what their needs are and how we can help. And what I do love about going to that location and all of our Wesley programs is our staff and volunteers know people by name. And if anyone served at our gala dinner at the day center, they know that every person's known by name and uh, the staff know them and want to help them to um, achieve that next step for them, whether it's housing, whether it's accessing supports in the community, um, harm reduction, um, et cetera. We know that people facing homelessness, um, many of them experiencing mental health um, and uh, addictions as well. So it's complex issues, but they're people and we want to make sure that they are cared for and that um, we are meeting them one-on-one and getting to know them. And then I think that's with the success of the program at Day Center, and we hope that will carry through in our other um, programs in the community. Well, I can tell you that uh, when I was on city council and I, I dropped down there to see you and the staff, or Paul Johnson when he was there, and of course others, since Paul left and went to the city. But anyway, there's always a group of people hanging around up front there. Uh, you know, right down, go down Ferguson Avenue there, and they're, they're, having, they're having their coffee or whatever else. And uh, it's a safe place for them, isn't it? Well, yes. And I also, what we've heard from people who have come to the day center is people tell them um, who are street involved or on the streets, go to the day center, go to 195 Ferguson for help. So we're really working over the next couple of months um, to see where else we can in the community be um, having people go to um, for help. I think all of us in the community want to reduce, if not end, homelessness in our community. And I think that that means offering immediate support, but then also um, Wesley and other providers are um, providing supportive housing, um, housing first model, which is where you house people and then offer, you know, help people achieve their goals after that. So I think it's um, a multi-prong, um, I guess, uh, way to approach homelessness in our community. Well, again, when I talk to some of the residents and some of the people that were, were you know, I guess clients are for a lot, uh, you know, in that particular area. I mean, right on site. That that was a common th- thing that I heard through most of them. You know, they don't judge me here. They don't judge me. They don't say, "Well, you know, you got to clean up your act, and then we'll help you." You you help them, uh, and and then when they want to, you know. Uh, impact some of these services and they want to access us, you, you're the conduit for that as well to take that next step. Exactly. And that is our first concern is to make sure that we can help those who have felt safe at the day center and welcomed at the day center to help find other supports in the community. And I just want to hand it to our staff at the day center and in our housing teams. Um, they are working so hard to make sure that, that people who access our program know about the change and also um, help uh, connect them to other services and also um, help get them housed in the community. And so I really want to thank them um, for their dedication, extremely hardworking team. 
Now, how do you get this information out here? I mean, we're talking about this now, but I mean, there's a lot of people, like you say, that every day or every week or whenever uh, are going to show up there and, and look for your help and assistance. And you know that as much as you, you're going to issue press releases and everything else, there's somebody going to come knocking on that door the day after you guys leave and, and just say, where are you guys? Uh, you, you, you really have to make sure that, uh, that through the grapevine that you get that word out there that we're, we're still here for you. We're just not physically here. We're somewhere else. Exactly. And I think that um, that's why we started now to share the news um, with our clients and with the community. And uh, we will be continuing to make sure that we share the news and uh, until August. And if anyone in the community has any questions, they're more than welcome to reach out to us today or um, anytime this summer. Uh, you can visit wesley.ca and all of our information is there as well. You have many community partners that have been very, very supportive and helpful on this whole thing. Have you heard from them since uh, you heard about the the, the fact that you're going to have to be relocating? There's been lots of conversations, um, and meetings, and also when we uh, officially shared the news, there has been uh, a lot of support um, passed on to us. We do live in a great community, and we're going to be relying on those community partners to make sure that we are together um, in the community supporting the most vulnerable. Talk to us about some of the programs, and you, you touched on them a few minutes ago in the early part of our conversation, but with the relocation and, and I guess the reevaluation of, of what you're doing and what you're going to be able to do right now, are, are you concerned? Or, or are you confident that, that you can still offer the same level of support? It unfortunately will not be the same. Um, it will not be an open day center um, due to the cost of rent for a different location and also zoning. A day center has a diff- uh, specific zoning that we would yeah, have to yeah. um, find. And uh, the location at 195 Ferguson Avenue North was purposely built um, for, for um, a drop-in program and to uh, help the people who are experiencing uh, poverty. So it won't be the same. The meal will be served for the residents at Vanier Towers. But again, um, our programs in our children and youth and our newcomer services and all of our other residential and outreach in housing and homelessness will be continuing. Did you try to, to find a, a similar location? I mean, you know, I'm, I'm sure that, uh, yes. oh my gosh, what's, what's our plan B here? Yes, there we did look at other Not locations. Not a whole lot of facilities available. Um, the uh, rent is high in our community and also um, the zoning. So we did look. Um, we have been actively working on this um, since we received notice that our lease would not be renewed. So this is this is the best of the situations as as, as you see it right now. Uh, is is the the move to Vanier a permanent one or is it until are you still looking? I mean, is it still a, the possibility that maybe you could find yourself some sort of a location, a facility that they could offer some of these programs that that you're concerned about now? I think right now it's a permanent location. I think we really see a need. I think the Code Red series has done an excellent job highlighting the immense need um, in in that uh, those two apartment buildings and they are all single dwellings so they do um, attri- they do um, house um, individuals which is very similar to the folks that we're um, supporting at the day center um, Wesley is always um, meeting community needs so of course we will be looking in the future for other opportunities but at this point this is the direction we're moving in and um, it's very bittersweet we're very sad but we are pleased that at least we have one way that we will be continuing to support um, people who do face homelessness one of the things that Wesley has always done though uh, from since 1996 Andrea is 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 gear programs toward the, what the community needs uh, 
now you are changing location right now. Do you anticipate that you may have to modify some of those programs? I know you're not going to be able to offer the full service that you can right now. Uh, in other words, the, the, the day center obviously is not going to be available to them right now. But but are you anticipating that uh, that once you do make the move, you're going to find out that wait wait a second they need something else that maybe we weren't doing. We're going to have to t- try to accommodate that. We've started to um, figure out what we can offer at Vanier Towers to meet the needs, and one of the things we are planning is to be offering more um, life skills training and like cooking classes for mm-hmm. the people who live there. Um, we do know that often those are barriers to people who are um, newly housed after facing homelessness. Yeah. Um, so I think there's going to be some um, exciting. Uh, new things that we can offer based on the people um, that are living in those apartment buildings. Well, exactly. I mean, it's it's a matter of learning how to, to set up house, uh, which is going to be a, a new experience for an awful lot of them is, um, you know, how to shop, where to shop, uh, what should I do, you know, uh, allocation of funds, you know, to where do I put so much money for rent? What do I do for this and for groceries, et cetera? It's, it can be overwhelming for an awful lot of these people. Exactly. So, and I think that's an area that we're already working in, but mm-hmm. we're looking forward to expanding that in our new location. And uh, and the possibility, by the way, since uh, one of the reasons I wanted to bring you on here is to talk about the possibility of, of even greater uh, community support. You've got some great sponsors and great people that have helped out. Uh, but in this transition period right now, if somebody else comes on and says, hey, listen, I'd like to jump in and be able to help you, uh, you the door's open, right? Absolutely. My phone number and email are on <laughs> the wesley.ca. So anyone interested in becoming involved, um, please don't hesitate to contact us. And I did receive a very kind email from a donor um, who said, you know, thank you for the sharing the news. And by the way, where we can drop, where can we drop off the knapsacks this summer? So it was just so great that um, the community does want to offer support. So whether through a knapsack drive this summer, whether it's donating items, whether it's uh, making a donation to the organization, uh, we do really appreciate the immense support we receive from the community. Well, because it, as, as we just talked about with Sarah and with Kim in the last segment, we're starting to see results. It's not just as if you guys are treading water here. You're actually giving people a hand up and and, and an opportunity to, to live a better life, a better lifestyle, and 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 to maybe you know to be able to maybe increase their 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 opportunities outside of there too. But I mean, the first thing is stable housing. That's really what it comes down to. It's stable housing and improving skills so yeah. that they can um, be independent. Um, they can uh, obviously the greatest goal is for people to have improve their education and to receive employment. It's always our across all of our programs. And I would say if people are new to Wesley, um, we do have actually over 20 locations in Hamilton and we have uh, seven different mobile teams. So um, that is something that we are concerned about in our messaging, that it's not the whole organization closing. We actually offer quite a range of supports in the community. Wesley Day Center is one of our most well-known programs, but we hope that this um, people will take the opportunity to get to know us a bit more. Well, and, and you are part of the success story. Um, you know, there's a number of agencies here that we don't talk about very often. Uh, maybe a couple of times a year, you know, you'll come on with different, during the ter- Tree of Hope or something, and we'll talk about this and that. Yes. It's, it's always right. great to have you on. Don't stop doing that. But but when we look at these numbers and the improvement that we've seen in poverty uh, in this community over the last 10 years, uh, a, a lot of agencies like Wesley and others have to take a bow because it, this doesn't this wasn't a happenstance. I mean, th- this is a lot of hard work that's gone into this. Yes, and one of the things I would like to mention was we just had our um, Case for Kids Walkathon a couple of weeks ago, and that started almost 30 years ago because what we realized is that the majority of people facing homelessness in the community as adults um, had some form of 
childhood trauma or barriers as a child. And so we wanted as an organization to be investing in children who are living in uh, high priority neighborhoods. So um, that is just one example as an organization that we have been responding to community need. And what I love about visiting the children's programs is it's just the same as myself picking up my kids from summer camp yeah, or after school yeah. programs. It just happens to be our programs are free for people who are living in high priority um, neighborhoods. And what you um, might not realize is that um, there in poverty might be improving in our community, but the concentration of poverty is what concerns us. So um, in the Hamilton Centre riding, we're the third highest child poverty rate in all of Ontario. And so that's what motivates us um, to continue to make sure that we're offering programs to children, as well as, as I said, for the adults facing homelessness. Uh, we have our youth housing, just a variety of programs to help uh, make sure that we're trying as best we can to support people to uh, improve their lives. Well, just to, you know, if you spend a day or two just talking to some of the people at places like Wesley, uh, the Eva Rothwell Center, just a few blocks away from on the other side of town, uh, and the services that they offer. Uh, and it's remarkable when you go in there and you see the programs that are offered and the people that are accessing them. And you have to wonder, where would they be if it weren't for the work that you guys are doing and the programs that you offer? Absolutely. And we did in the last year um, help over 12,000 people. So it's quite a significant number. And um, I think the biggest thing is that we work to treat people with respect and dignity, no matter what program um, they're accessing. And um, because that's how I'd want to be treated. If if I had, if I accessed a program and needed help, we all need help sometime sure. in our lives. So um, probably varying degrees, but you'd want to be treated with respect and dignity and, um, and helped to find uh, where you can find support. Well, everybody has a story, and uh, you listen to those stories, and uh, you, you you befriend these people. You give them a safe place and uh, a foundation to which to, to start to move back up, and it's wonderful. And you're not going away. That's that's the takeaway from all we this. We are not going away. It is sad news, but we're really working on the next steps um, for Wesley, and all of our other programs will be continuing. So I really appreciate the opportunity to come in and, and speak with you today. Well, stay in touch as this unfolds over the next little while. Great that, to see you again, Andrea. That sounds great, and we'll see you at Christmas time. For yeah. a Christmas and <laughs> holiday the, store. Before that. Okay, before that sounds that. great. The Bill Kelly Show. Weekdays from 9 to noon on 900 CHML.